0: Welcome to What's Going On, the weekly podcast and video cast of First United Methodist Church in Yankton, South Dakota. Hi, and welcome to this week's episode of What's Going On. I'm Pastor Katie here at Yankton First United Methodist Church, and I'm so glad you joined me for this episode. Uh, Today, I'm going to kind of do something a little different. I mean, I think I say that all the time, Um, but we're going to talk a little bit about our sermon series, but then I want to dive into what's been going on in the life of the church because uh, things are happening. And as I started to think about it, I realized just how many things are going on in the church, And perhaps if you haven't been here in worship in a little while, you might not be aware of all the things that uh, we're doing that you can be a part of. And so I want to spend the majority of today kind of lifting some of those things up and talking about how we live into being the church. And I'm so excited about it. But First, I do want to take just a moment this week's sermon, which was called When Depression Hits," It's part of our series on Soul Reset based on the book by Junius Dotson. And in the book, Junius shares his own experience of um, depression and and kind of being spiritually burnt out and and what that did to him. And so in the sermon, if you haven't listened to it uh, already, I share my own story of depression. Um which I have to say was a kind of a hard thing for me to do. Uh, I haven't really talked about it a lot. It's not something I'm terribly open about. Not that I'm ashamed of it now, um, but but it is a hard thing to talk about. And so um, I just want to, one, say thank you to everyone who was very kind um, after the services on Sunday. Um, I'm doing okay. I think that was one of the things that maybe I, I felt like I should have made a little more clear is that, the, the bout of depression that I was talking about happened years ago. It's not that I don't still deal with symptoms of anxiety and depression from time to time. It's not that I'm not more susceptible to it since I've been through it. Um, but that experience is not something that I currently live with. And so I just kind of want to make that clear. Um, I'm doing okay. <laughs> um, but it, I really felt like it was an important thing to talk about. Someone said after the service that they had been a Methodist their entire life and they had never heard anyone talk uh, in a sermon about mental health. And for me, that was um, that was why I did it. That was why I chose to share. That was part of the reason I was so drawn to this series was because it's been a reality in my own life. And it was one of those things that, you know, I never really heard talked about. And, um, you know, people just that's a private thing and they people don't want other people to know if they're struggling with something and so I felt like it was really important to kind of open that door to that conversation for everybody um, that if you know that it's something that I've dealt with the reality is, is a lot of people deal with it um, and it's okay to talk about it it's okay to seek help it's okay to um, get the medication that you need, it's okay to get the counseling you need, and it's okay to pray about it. Like, all of those things are good, all of those things are, I think, a necessary element to our healing and wholeness. And so, I really hope that if that's something that you're struggling with, if that's something that you're dealing with, if you know it's something you're facing right now, I hope that you know that you can come talk to me, that, that I will be here for you, that in some sense I do understand um, that struggle. Uh, I hope this series is good for you. I hope that you are actually working on your means of grace this week. This week is the practice of prayer. So each day is a different prayer. And so hopefully that's going well for you that you're giving them a try. Remember, um, you can't tell me that it doesn't work if you've never tried it. So we want to make sure that you're giving it a shot. Uh, these means of grace are there to help you. They're there to feed your soul. Um, they're not there to be just another thing for you to do or have to do but it's something that um, in doing those things it's going to allow you to be who you are it's going to allow you to have the kind of life that you want to have Um, and so i hope those are going well for you i would love to hear feedback uh, if there's something that really strikes you if there's something that's been really useful Um, i'd love to know those things and so please 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 let me know on the same vein We're going to start doing some prayer requests in the worship service, but always please let me know if you have prayer requests throughout the week. I want to be praying for you. I want to be praying with you. Um, And if I know specifically how I can do that, uh, that's just even better. And so just know that I think sometimes people are afraid that they're bothering me or something you're not it is literally my job and i want you to let me do my job which is to love and support and care for you spiritually and so let me do that by sharing what's going on and sharing how i can help um so just keep that in mind and don't ever think that you are bothering me because that is certainly not the case all right so that's kind of my little spiel. Um, we're going to continue on with the Soul Reset series. Again, each week we're going to be looking at a different means of grace. And just know that I'm going to be asking in the service, how's it going? How's it going with those? Are you giving them a try? Um, if you need more than one insert or if you missed worship, but you want that insert, let us know. We can get that to you. Um, maybe maybe we even we can even put it in the email. I'll work and see what we can do with that. So this coming Sunday, we have two very exciting things that are happening one is hat sunday which i just i love any sort of gimmick is gimmick the right word but i love any sort of opportunity when we get to have a little fun if i get to dress up perfect. If I get to, you know, like having people wear red on Pentecost, I love it. Having people wear school colors when it's homecoming, having, you know, so this hat Sunday is right up my alley. And so I'm, I am really excited and hope that you guys uh, come full board with you know the most elaborate hat that you have or your favorite hat or you know just that it has a story and and so that you know when someone says oh i like your hat you can be like oh well i got this hat at this place or doing this thing um i just love that kind of stuff but also it reminds us for uv awareness uh, as someone who was born a redhead who does not tan whatsoever i only freckle i am very aware of what the sun can do to our skin. My father has had uh, melanoma removed from his arm. I've had friends who've had skin cancer. Uh, it's 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 no laughing matter, it's no joke. And so I do want you to be aware and be taking care of yourself throughout the summer, making sure that you're using that sunscreen, that you're wearing those big hats, that you're being mindful of um, your exposure in, in the sun. Um, and what a perfect day to do that, to like make sure you have your hat as we go outside for our for our potluck picnic, which oh I love a good potluck. I love a good potluck. And so I'm so excited just to have some time of fellowship. You know, I've really been thinking of this second year in ministry here at yankton as my second first year and getting to do some of the things that i really would have wanted to do last summer we're doing this summer and so we're doing the pastries at the parsonage this come this wednesday this week is filled up but i there's still openings for next week if you'd like to come it's a great way for me to make sure my house is clean and a great excuse for me to do some baking i love to bake it's one of my favorite hobbies and i don't get to do it very often uh but that along with the picnic are things that that we're doing just for some fellowship opportunity just for some getting to know each other a little bit better it's been wonderful getting to see more people I know I think every week we have people who are coming back into the building for the first time in quite a while and so it's just such a time to celebrate really and so yeah we're gonna do some of these more fellowship type things for a while just again so we kind of get reconnected with each other and i can get connected with you which is such a joy for me and so i am looking forward to this potluck you have no idea how much i love potlucks how much i love getting to try all these different things i will be honest though don't take it personally that if you make something like potato salad i'm probably not going to eat it just because i don't eat things with mayonnaise and mustard I'm very strange, I'm very weird. My husband called me un American at one point because of it, Um, but that's just my weird taste buds. Uh, So please don't take that person. Bring it for other people because other people love it, but just know that if you don't see it on my plate, uh, that's why, Um, but I am looking forward to that and just getting to spend some time uh, with all of you and letting the kids get to play on the playground and, and hopefully we have some really wonderful weather for that. Um, so I'm just, yeah, pumped about it. And then looking ahead, and this is probably the thing I want to spend a little bit of time on. Uh, is is our Habitat for Humanity uh, Faith Build. This coming Sunday, Mary Holsworth, who is the president of Habitat for Humanity here in Yangton County, and she's a member of our church. She's on trustees. She's amazing. Um, She's gonna be coming to share a little bit more about what Habitat for Humanity does. Uh, she's gonna share a little bit more about the family uh, that is gonna be working alongside of us as we build this house. That's gonna be their house. A little bit of their story, as, along with how and what they have to do to qualify um, to be a Habitat family. Um, that it's not just, you know, you pluck someone off the street and hey, do you want a house? Uh, there's a lot that goes into it. And so she's going to be sharing a little bit more about the people that we have an opportunity to help uh, serve. And, And Christ tells us that we are to love our neighbors and to serve and live our lives in service. And this is our opportunity as a church to come together and do something for our neighbors. And I'm just... I think it's just a wonderful opportunity. They've they've given us kind of a lot of ways in which we can serve through prayer, through food, through actually being on site and doing some construction. We've got some ideas that are going for our children and youth ministries to help get plugged in them plugged in. There's going to be some. Uh, items that the family is going to need. Currently, I believe the family, as long as they've been in the United States, they have not lived anywhere larger than a two bedroom apartment. And they're going to be having a house. And there's a lot of stuff that you need to fill a house. I remember because I when I came from Chicago, when I was Um, at seminary. I'd lived in Milbank before in the smallest one bedroom apartment I think you've probably ever seen. And then I went to Chicago and then shared a one bedroom apartment with a roommate and I slept in the living room. Um, I went from that to having a house by myself. And I remember like, I just don't have, I just don't have stuff to fill this house. I remember uh, just trying to find like a bed or something to put in a room just to be like, at least there's something in there now. Um, So this family is gonna need different items, different uh, bigger items, smaller items, uh, things like lawnmowers. I mean, if you've only ever lived in an apartment, you don't have a lawnmower because you were not in charge of taking care of the lawn. But when you have a house that becomes part of it, right? So all of these different opportunities, you know, if, if you can't make one of those three days, which again, really consider trying to make one of them work, you know, even taking off some time off of work. I know that we try to kind of make our vacation day sacred to our families, but what I can't imagine a better thing to donate our time than to help someone be able to have a house and be able to, you know, spend that time with their family in that way, you know, so if you can't make one of those three days, maybe you can do the prayer team. Maybe you can look at the list of items that the family needs and, and donate or look through what you have and say, is there something that, that we can do that, that can bless this family? I want this family to come out of this experience knowing that God is good, knowing that there are people in Yankton that love and care for them, and that this is going to be their home and that they have a community of support. That is what we are here to do. We are here to make a difference. We are here to make our community better. And this is a way for us to do it. And so if you haven't already, we want you to sign up. If you have questions, talk to Mary, talk to Merle Brand. He's gonna be kind of our go-to volunteer for the site, uh, on-site volunteers. I'm planning to be there at least two to three days. Um, You know, I'm not what you would say, overly gifted in carpentry skills but I am willing and I'm a good learner. So, you know, I'm willing to, you know, show up and just tell me what to do. Partner me with someone who knows what they're doing, right? That's what we need. Maybe you're the person who's done this for decades and you're like, I don't know if I can spend six hours doing manual labor, but maybe I could come and part and be with someone who's new to this and help them and feel confident in what they're doing. Um, that would be amazing. We would love that. And so... I just, I want us to really take this project on as a church, as a whole church, that there's something for all of us to do. There's something for all of us to contribute. And let's just bless this family generously and abundantly, because this is our opportunity to get to do that, to be the hands and feet of Christ. So that when Christ says, when I didn't have a home, you were there, you came and helped me build it. You bless me with furniture. You bless me with paper products. You bless my family. And for that, I am grateful. Because whenever we do it for our brothers and sisters, we do it for Jesus, right? We can't say that we love God if we then turn around and ignore the people in our life who are in need, ignore the needs that are around us. And right now, as a church, we are saying this is a need that we want to meet, So help us meet them. Help us find a way to do that. Uh, And I'm so excited about it. So make sure you come this Sunday to hear more about that that awesome family, uh, that we get the opportunity to be a part of their story, be a part of their life, and I'm so excited for it. So that, and again, the dates for the actual volunteer days are the last three days in July, the 29th, the 30th, and the 31st. So it's a Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Um the work days go from like I think eight to three or eight thirty to three, something like that. We will provide lunch. If you want to be the person that helps provide lunch, we would love that. Sign up, let us know that you're planning to do that. Snacks, all that kind of all that fun stuff. All of it is needed. Uh so yeah, so that and then shortly after that, guess what's happening? VBS It's already like we're already almost to vbs which is crazy to me and i'm so excited um one because ben gets to go this year so i'm excited as a mom to get to bring my child to vbs for the first time ever i know he's gonna love it it's concrete and cranes you couldn't have picked a better themed vbs unless you maybe did dinosaurs in space or something he's got a lot of interest but he's i know we're so excited Tiffany has been working really hard with the education team on getting everything organized. I think it's gonna be really awesome. So pretty soon, if you look in the bulletin, if you, if you come to worship, there'll be a little QR code that you can scan to get signed up. Stop by the office sometime, we'd be happy to help you with that. Also, we're still looking for volunteers. And so if you're like, you know what, my kids are too old, uh, you know, or they're out of the house, I could help with some of these things, just show up. Again, willing hands uh, are just such a wonderful gift. Uh, you don't have to, there's people that are in charge of everything. They just need helpers. And so why not come and be a helper and witness? Uh, probably one of the most joyful times in the church. I, I just, VBS has always been, uh, you know, a real spirit lifter for me as someone who was always a little leery of little kids, but I loved VBS. I loved watching how excited they were. I loved watching um, when they got to sing and dance and do their crafts and learn about things. And, oh, it's just so much fun. And so, that's coming up uh, in August, and then I wanted to give a quick little update. Our we've had a task force that's been meeting over the summer about um, our change in governance structure. So this spring, you heard me talk about that we're looking at changing how we sort of structure the leadership of our church. That right now we have a lot of committees. We have an ad board that's got like 30 some people on it. Um, And it's wonderful to have so many people involved. It's very difficult to fill all the slots that we have Um, and it can be very difficult. Things can kind of get lost in in the shuffle of uh, if this group needs to approve something then this group and then here and then there and then it's six months go by and maybe we forgot about it or it's too late or um, things like that. And so we We've been meeting and the church council agreed that we need to discern a more efficient structure uh, for our church leadership. And so out of that, a task force uh, was created over the summer to kind of look at what other churches have been doing, to kind of take what they're doing and adapt it for what makes sense for Yankton. And so that task force has been meeting and that consists of me, the church council ch- current church council chair, Steve Piedla, uh lay leader, Chad Herman, and then our financial assistant, Diane Kish. Uh, and that's just been going very well. We are very excited about kind of what is taking shape. We feel like this is gonna be a good shift for the church. As, as with anything, it'll take a little bit to live into it, but we are excited for what this can mean um, for uh, efficiency in making decisions, for some flexibility around mission and ministry, um, and just some clarity around who makes decisions, uh, who gets to say if something is like decided. Uh, you know, where's where's the authority lines, and so. I think that that I'm excited about that. Uh, Church council will be meeting later this summer and we will kind of share with church council where we're at with things. And then by this fall, it's going to be, we'll share it with the entire congregation. The only reason we're not now is it's not kind of done yet. uh, And it's still kind of in pieces. (laughs) And so once we kind of get it all Coherent, then then we're going to bring it before the congregation. This can't be adopted unless the congregation votes on it and says yes. This is where we want to go and what we want to do. Um, but just know that I I am very energized by the direction that this group is. Going with with how to structure things in a way that makes sense, the way that the congregation has the voice that it needs, um, being very clear about um, keeping what is necessary for us as United Methodists, but also um, kind of just making sure that we've got everything covered, but in a way that makes sense, in the way that works with what we have, uh, and so. If you have questions about that at any point, I would love to visit with you or visit with one of the people that I just mentioned who are on that task force, because they're the ones that most are most in the know right now. Um, but again, not, none of this will change um, until, until that goes before, before the whole church at Charge Conference so that every voting member of the church has a say. Um, and and can say yes or no to to adopting this, and if it if it approves, then it will take effect in 2022, which man seems like a long ways away, but it's really not. It's less than six months. So um, so I just want you to know that there has been progress being made on that. Uh, we just haven't said a lot because again, we're just doing kind of some nitpicky work. Um, but I really I really feel good about where we're going with that. Again, we're not reinventing the wheel here. Um, we're taking Uh, what other churches have lived into for a little bit. And again, just adapting it for what makes sense for Yankton. Um, And so uh, we are benefiting from the wisdom and experience of other churches who have done this before us uh, and kind of what they've learned in the process and how they've lived into it a little bit. Um, And so, You know, that's one of the nice things about waiting a little bit before you make a change uh, is that you can kind of learn from everybody else and their mistakes and their learning curve. uh, and We get to benefit from all of that. So one of the final things I want to talk about today, as I've said, there's a lot happening in the church. You think that summer is like everyone's on vacation, but we have been busy here. We are doing things and I'm excited about it. But I wanna encourage you that if you have a great idea for something that we should be doing as a church, let me know because chances are, I'm gonna say something like, that's awesome you should do it. How can I help? How can I support you in that? I'm not going to say, great, I will do that. Because frankly, I have too much stuff on my plate at any given moment. Uh, But I believe that if you have a great idea, that that God has laid that on your heart. And I want to be the the cheerleader for you and, and to try to make that happen. And so one of the things that has happened is uh, someone from our parish care and outreach committee had a great idea. And I said, you need to run with that. I think it's awesome. And so she has, and so I wanna share it because again, if you have great ideas, or if you're like, I don't know what we can do about this, but if God has laid something on your heart, like what can we do? Come in, let's brainstorm, let's figure something out, let's make it happen. Because if you are seeing it and you care about it, that means God has made sure that you do. And I wanna help you do what God is asking you to do. So we have these, I have a couple of them here. There's already one that's out in the community, but these really beautiful notebooks, they are just wonderful and they're sturdy and nice. But these notebooks have our church address in them. And then I want to share with you what it says because I wish I could take credit for this. I cannot take credit for this, not even a little bit. Um, But these are basically, uh, I'm going to call it like a pay it forward journal. But the idea is, is that if you if you have this journal, which we're gonna we're gonna start distributing them, you need to do an act of kindness for someone. And when you do that, you hand them the journal. And the journal has stuff written in it. And then they write down in the journal what what was done for them and then they are asked to pay it forward, to do an act of kindness for someone else and hand them the journal. And the hope is that this journal becomes filled with stories of kindness, stories of blessings, stories of God working in people's lives. And so let me share a little bit of what it says. And you can tell that I didn't write it because look at how beautiful this handwriting is. That's a dead giveaway that I did not write this. (laughs) But it says, Dear fellow traveler in life, you are receiving this journal along with an act of kindness because God led someone to you. They were impressed to do something for you to pass on His great love. As you receive this, know that you have been prayed for. Please write a note in this journal about what was done for you and how you were blessed. You can remain anonymous or you can sign your name. And then it is your turn to ask God who He wants you to bless. This is the magnificent wonder of who God is. He knows our needs and uses us to be His hands and feet in this world. Your act can be done to a complete stranger, or it can be done to someone you know. It can be as simple as homemade cookies for your neighbor, visiting a shut-in, a thank you gift for a police officer or healthcare worker. The possibilities are endless. You can honor someone in your life and let them know how they matter to you. This act of kindness does not need to involve money. Providing yard work or running errands, watching a busy mother's children for a few hours, are activities that can be a blessing to others. Just know that if you ask God for his direction, you cannot go wrong. Leave this journal with the recipient of your act of kindness so that they can write how they were blessed and pass it on. If you receive this and are unable to pass it on, please drop it off at the First United Methodist Church in Yankton and we will continue its journey. Our prayer is that God's amazing love will become evident through our actions and that we can be a blessing to this community. We are honored to pass on Christ's love. Is this not the coolest idea you've ever heard? It is pretty awesome. So one of these is already at the hospital with a gift basket for a new mother so when a new mother gives birth and it's ideally for a new mother who has older children uh, for the older children because it's a hard thing for older siblings when there's a new baby who gets all the attention and so there's already one of these waiting to be a blessing to someone so we've got two more that'll be getting started um, so if you happen to run across it maybe if someone chooses to bless you I hope that uh, you kind of find out about these throughout but our hope is that it spreads throughout the community it doesn't need to be a member of our church it doesn't need to be doesn't even really need to be in yankton but um our hope is that it just encourages people to spread kindness to spread joy to spread god's love uh in 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 people's lives and so i'm really excited about that that's a little simple thing that someone came up with to spread some joy and love in the world and i and it's so great. It's so great. And so what good ideas do you have? What things is are is God laying on your heart? I want to know. I want to I want to highlight different things that our church members are doing. I was so excited to see uh, we were running um uh we had someone do the rockathon for the senior citizens. Uh, you know, there's just so many great things that the people of our church are doing. If you have ideas, if you have things that could help our church, that could help our community, or if you see something and you're like, I don't know exactly what to do to help, come, let's let's brainstorm that together. Let's find a way to be Christ's hands and feet. That's what we are here to do. We are here to bless others. That is our goal. And in doing so, God blesses us, right? In in giving, we receive. In serving, we are served by God's gracious, gracious love. And so I hope that this podcast has been encouraging to you. I hope that if you didn't realize all the things that is happening at the church, I didn't even list all of it. Those are just some of the highlights of what's going on right now. Um, things are happening. Things are good. Things are so, so good because God is so, so good. I hope that you're enjoying your summer and I hope to see you this Sunday at worship and at our potluck picnic at Riverside Park. Until then, God bless. Thank you for joining us on this episode of What's Going On, a video and audio podcast of First United Methodist Church in Yankton, South Dakota. We'd love to have you join us for worship on Sundays, and we have two options available. 9 a.m. is our contemporary service, and 10.30 a.m. is our traditional service. You can find those online as well at our website, www.firstumcyankton.org, or on YouTube.